There's smart and there's rich. For much of the past 15 years, you could be one and not the other, and vice versa. It's over. The next 15 years, you'll need to be especially smart about money before you'll ever be rich again. The rich of the 1990s and 2000s was an imaginary rich anyway. We all know someone who made a killing in the bubble, flipping houses or moving up into a bigger house with no money down and an adjustable rate mortgage. It seemed like everyone was into it, and the smart thing to do was double down on credit, acquire big debt, and live like a king. The credit card offers were flying, 2.9% for six months. There were new ways every day to drain the money, real and hypothetical, out of your house, and condos were changing hands at 20%, 30%, 40% higher prices before ground had even broken. The average price for a high-end kitchen renovation topped $111,000, more than twice what most families make in a year. And we built houses with more bedrooms than people to sleep in them, bought more cars than drivers in the household, and somehow thought that living within our means meant living within our ever-expanding credit card limit. The risk-takers inherited the earth, while the smart and fiscally fit were left behind, scratching their heads. Smart borrowers just never understood how a ninja loan ever made sense. No income, no job, no assets? Really? But yes, it's true. The economic brainiacs, Congress, the banks, they all believed it was a new world of ever-rising living standards, rising home prices, and rock-bottom interest rates. Homeownership reached record levels. The Treasury Secretary said never before in his entire business career had the global economy been better. And the Fed Chairman said never you mind those nagging little concerns about subprime mortgages. The housing market is so big and vibrant, the Fed Chief told us, any problem with risky borrowers would not affect the rest of the economy. Pop. The bubble more than popped. It exploded and spewed toxic mortgage assets like a mushroom cloud raining economic radiation around the world, hurting everyone, even the smart and the careful. Nearly $7 trillion in U.S. household wealth was wiped out during the recession. It's a number too big to fathom, but you can probably quantify all too well how much you lost, probably a big chunk out of your 401k for sure. And if you were a smart planner with a taxable stock or mutual fund account, you got hit there too. There are tens of thousands of smart parents who planned ahead and saved money in a 529 only to see a semester or even a year of college tuition vanish. More than 8.4 million people lost their jobs. Almost 3 million have lost their homes, and millions more lost the home equity line of credit they were using as a rainy day fund. You may never have had a crazy exotic home loan. You may never have drained all of the money out of your house. You don't have a kitchen that cost more than a law school degree. You lived within your means. And you're angry at the mortgage outfits that cooked up these crazy loans the brokers who told millions of people they could afford loans they clearly could not, the banks who bought them, packaged them up in securities and sold them like legitimate investments, and the investment banks that found ways to make money off selling them to other investors and at the same time investing in bets that the investments they were selling would sour.
Since the early 1990s, the savers and the planners and the risk-averse were left behind. All the traditional metrics of personal finance were out the door—